welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Have you ever been unsatisfied with your patient's test results for Lyme or other tick-borne infections? Armin Labs can provide you with the latest and most sensitive test methods for bacterial and viral infections. Their worldwide services are available to therapists and patients. For more information, visit them online at arminlabs.com. Thank you for joining us today, and our guest is Dr. Armin Schwarzbach. Thank you for joining us, Armin. Hello, everybody. Here's Armin from Germany. Thank you. Our listeners always like to know who the guest is. Could you tell us your background? What made you become a doctor and a PhD? What led you to that route? My story, life story, is a little complex. Um, after uh, um, finishing school, I didn't know what to do, and I studied biochemistry and pharmacy, but what was missing was the aspect to human beings. So I decided to get a medical doctor, and I did a study for six years, um, getting medical doctor, and I worked in internal medicine, oncology, gastroenterology, cardiology, also with infections that time. Chronic Lyme didn't exist in the early 90s for me. And after that, I thought about getting another qualification because um, the aspects of diagnostics are so important for me. And I studied also six years um, getting laboratory specialist, and I have specialized also in endocrinology. I developed testing, so I reached also my PhD. And uh, nevertheless, I'm an all-rounder, and I always want to know what's the reason behind illness. And so my whole life uh, is um, to help patients, to, uh, to improve, to get better. And I really want to help the people. Um, the money issue is not the main point for my work. I really want to uh, improve something in the world. And I think the chronic infections are completely underrepresented. Lyme disease is underrepresented. Also virus infections uh, in chronic forms, uh, they don't exist in, in medicine. We have now a change in the whole world for that. And so my aim is now really by my heart uh, to help patients with chronic Lyme disease, uh, co-infections and multiple infections. Mm -hmm. So if a patient has had blood tests in the past and they've come back negative, as you know, many of them do, what is the, the correct way of finding people like yourself or indeed yourself you said in the advert there that you help people worldwide 
How do people contact you, Armin? Do they go online? Um, how do they get the blood to you? Yeah, it started for me 15 years ago. I had a patient with multiple sclerosis, and um, the antibody testing was negative by Borrelia ELISA. And um, then I did the first time in my life the Borrelia ELISA spot, um, looking at the T-cellular immune reaction against Borrelia, and that was positive. And this multiple sclerosis patient was diagnosed um, with a chronic neuroborreliosis afterwards. And patient uh, got therapies and patient got healed from multiple sclerosis. And this was, for me, really an um, event in my life. I have never thought about multiple sclerosis uh, in correlation with Lyme disease. So, and by that, um, I worked for a big group, the SynLab group in Europe. It's one of the biggest laboratories like Quest or LabCorp in the USA. And by that, I decided for myself there's something going wrong uh, in medicine. I have to do something. I, I got somehow a mission. I cannot tell you that point. But I said, Armin, you have to do something. You have to change something. And then I learned uh, the hard way uh, that I'm a minority and uh, uh, all the neurologists, they told me chronic neuroborreliosis doesn't exist or uh, it's multiple sclerosis. And by these effects, you have a lot of um, opponents. But on the other hand, I helped a lot of multiple sclerosis or other patients, Alzheimer's, Parkinsonism, fibromyalgia, um, chronic fatigue syndrome is really, really a big issue in chronic infection like with Borrelia and Chlamydia, etc. So I, I have uh, fulfilled my own satisfaction now. And uh, this is very important, um, the mouth-to-mouth, -mouth uh, we, we name it. So um, one patient is telling the other, oh, you know that doctor. Um, I had now a, a formula a racer from, from Europe, and he got the information in, in a plane sitting beneath another patient from, of mine, and this patient improved, and they had similar stories. This formula driver came to me, and he improved within two weeks, and this gives me satisfaction. And if you get a satisfaction as a doctor, you can help, you can do something, not just to use painkillers or not just to use immune suppression, corticosteroids, all this bad stuff making you sick. Um, a, a lot of these uh, drugs are making you sicker and a lot of side effects. So I have to fulfill my mission, and my mission is um, to fight um, for the acceptance of chronic Lyme disease and chronic infections. Mm -hmm. I mean, treating the cause rather than treating the symptom has to be the way to go, doesn't it? Yes, um, what I've learned, also my generation at university, I studied in the 80s, um, middle to late 80s, and I had learned about that uh, we have to treat symptomatic. So a patient came with pain and I used painkillers, uh, the same. A patient was coming with concentration problems, so I gave something for better perfusion of the brain. Um, so it was a um, patient coming with also uh, other pain, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, I gave corticosteroids. So I adapted to the general way of the majority of doctors and the so-called guidelines. But um, nowadays I know it a little better 
better that um, you can have uh, find a reason behind that and um, you can do something for that patient. I worked in oncology with a lot of chemotherapies, you know, and a lot of my patients died that time. And um, now I have this satisfaction that if you suffer from a chronic infection and you have multiple sclerosis-like symptoms, I name it, it's, it's not a multiple sclerosis, so you treat the infection and the patient gets better. And this is what is the aim, the mission in my life. And this should be the mission also of other doctors. If you have to help a patient and not uh, to say do symptomatic therapy. Mm-hmm. And how easy is it for patients to have their testing with you? very easy. Um, we have a special contract with FedEx and uh, also DHL Medical Express or UPS. We get samples from all over the world, from Australia, from Canada, from Alaska, from Southern Africa, whole Europe included. So patients can send um, this special testings for the Elispot, which is a time critical testing within three or four days maximum into my laboratory. And then you get the results within also three, four days later, because uh, doctors need to do decision with the patient. You cannot say, now I wait one month for result. That's impossible because patients are suffering, 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 and you have to do something. Mm-hmm. And how do you take the blood? Do, is it a, a pinprick on the finger, or do they have to see their doctor to have... Um, a blood taken. When I diagnosed 15 years ago that patient in Germany from Hamburg, far away where I worked in Munich, I thought about exactly that question: how to bring these time-critical blood tubes into my lab or into our laboratory. So I developed a special test kit with a special cell-stabilizing tubes (CP). T-tubes, it's named. So it's an additive in it, and so it stabilizes the cells for the special analytics for three, four days. And so it's possible to send a special test kit from Armin Labs um, to the patient, to the therapist, and then to send it back. That's uh, nowadays no problem. But, but how does it work? How do you get the, the blood in the tube? Does the, can the patient do it themselves? No, patient cannot take the blood. You need a nurse or you need a doctor or mm-hmm. a naturopath, uh, but everybody who takes blood uh, can take the patient's blood. Okay. Okay. And once you have um, received the blood and you've tested it and sent it out to the patient, the diagnosis that you have from the the laboratory that is sent to the patient to hand to their doctor or do you deal with it? Um, do you give advice it at depends. the same time? It depends. It depends. I have uh, this way or the, the other way. Um, I, ha- I have some patients in explaining um, in correlation with the symptoms, uh, the laboratory test results. On the other hand, I have also a therapist, and uh, um, I help therapists also in explaining results. What does it mean? Um, but uh, don't forget, we don't treat laboratory test results. We treat always the symptoms. 
So we have to correlate um, and to educate therapists, doctors, look at the symptoms. We name it, look at the anamnesis, look at the history of the anamnesis, and look at the differentials, differential diagnosis. And then you have to decide, is it really chronic Lyme disease or is it maybe a Yersinia infection or a virus infection with EBV, CMV, or is it chlamydia, mycoplasma, or is it all together? And the last years, my development was to find out that every patient I've seen with Lyme disease has another infection or more infections. We name it chronic multiple infections. So uh, there's no, not, not one patient with just Lyme disease. They all have different infections. And uh, then you have to diagnose it in the correct way and then to treat it. If you would treat it in the wrong way, then you can damage the patient. So you need the laboratory test to find out which infection is active and which not. And therefore, I do this Elispot. Mm-hmm. And how open-minded are doctors now, Armin? I know you said years ago they, they weren't very open. They were just treating the symptoms. Have things improved over the, the years you know, laboratory is a big market. Let me say it's a business. Um, for neurologists, rheumatologists, uh, for herbalists, for uh, naturopaths, for also some other points of antibiotics for for virus statics. So it's a market. And uh, that means if you come into market, you come into lobbyistic structures, uh, like in every business in the world. So now we have the lobbyistic structures. I don't want to name the pharmacies. Also, they have a big lobbyistic structure, not just in Germany. But um, if you come into that and say, hey, I have a solution, I can cure your patient, the patient doesn't need uh, any longer the painkillers or the corticosteroids, then, oh, what's going on then? Uh, Then you have um, um, a shift. Uh, of um, the therapy options for patients and my what I have learned my whole time also in cancer I want to know what's the reason for it and if I know the reason I can treat it I don't want to say I find the reason for every patient with fibromyalgia but if a patient has an infection then you have to treat the infection and then the patient doesn't need the painkillers mm-hmm. and how easy is it to find an open-minded therapist Are you able to assist people to find somebody in their area? It's really a critical point um, because my generation, I was born in the early 60s, we are not educated in these infections. A Lyme disease came up in 1981 and this was a time when the HIV infection came up. So, um, and uh, I have an internal network of therapists in the world, and more and more are coming into it because they say, oh, now I can do something which I didn't do before. And uh, believe me also, some of the therapists are sick or some family members. And if you have these illnesses with a chronic infection, with Lyme, with Bartonella, with Babesia, with Rickettsia, then you uh, see it from a different uh, other point. And then you, you say, oh, I take the patient honest now. Pa- uh, I am a patient myself. I, I treat it myself. So this is also um, a snowball principle. Let me name, in, name it in this way. My, uh, but we are minority. We are not the majority. Mm-hmm. But do you think people are becoming more open-minded, would you say? 
Yes, um, we have now the Internet and we have a lot of uh, discussion forums and so uh, we have the Facebook. We, we didn't have that in the 90s, you know, and so the patient is sometimes better informed than the doctor. And that makes it really complicated for a doctor if a patient knows more. It's not just the field of Lyme disease, all the other fields. Um, that makes it really complicated for a doctor to help a patient. And the patients, they are really frustrated. And the patients, they are going their own ways. Okay. So if we have patients with um, chronic fatigue syndrome, MS, fibromyalgia, you said um, Parkinson's as well. Anybody that has a chronic illness, do they need to have their blood tested? What What would you say? Yes, if yes, absolutely. If you have the suspicion for such an illness by the symptoms, I have developed a co-infection, so-called co-infection checklist for it. You can go to, on our homepage, you can see it, you can fill it out very easy by your symptoms and by the differentials of different chronic infections. And then you do the testing for it, selection of a, a testing. So you must not spend thousands of dollars. That doesn't make sense, you know. You do a test selection, and I help this, or my lab team is helping, helpful. And then we do the special test. And we are the first laboratory in the world, Army Labs. We can offer now Bartonella elispot. That's a sensation. Babesia elispot. That's a sensation. Mycoplasma elispot. That's a sensation. And also varicella zoster virus elispot. We look at the T cells. We look at the cellular immune system. We don't look at that old-fashioned IgM, for example. The IgM is not interesting for me. We look at chronic infections. I want to know what's the elispot uh, telling you for Borrelia myomotoi, for Borrelia burgdorferi, for chlamydia, for mycoplasma now. And then you find out each patient is different from the other, and then you can do a good decision for therapies. Coxsackie virus is such a huge, it's enterovirus. It starts with diarrhea and the families. The whole families got sick. They have concentration problems, memory fog, chronic fatigue syndrome. They have joint arthritis. The whole family, it starts with diarrhea and the family. But no doctor is asking for diarrhea and the family. So this was a starting point. Whole family is sick. Similar symptoms, sitting in the office. And then you have to find out, do I find IgA for Coxsackie or not? IgA is the important marker, not the IgM. Yersinia, exactly the same. You eat chicken, you eat eggs, you eat mayonnaise, you eat ice cream. Everywhere can be Yersinia. So Yersinia makes arthritis. And this is what I mean. You have for each patient, you have to do individual diagnostic uh, testings, and therefore you use the co-infection checklist. So once you've had the blood test, does it have to be repeated after a period of time? Yes, if you react on an early spot testing or an IgA, it's a natural immune defense. Don't misinterpret. It's good that you react on it, but it's pathologic. It's not normal. So after end of therapies, that has to normalize being negative, getting negative. So early spot has to get negative four to six weeks after stopping therapies. This early spot for Epstein-Barr virus has to be negative. If it's not getting negative, there's something wrong in the system. Please control the patient. And this is what really is done a bad mistake in the world. The patient are not monitored. If you have infection with a bullseye rash, nobody's controlling you. Everybody says, oh, one week doxycycline is fine. And then you produce the chronic patients. And this is why the offices are full of this Lyme specialist in the world. Mm -hmm. 
So if you do have chronic Lyme, um, and I know I've spoken to many people that have who think that they will never get better, are they able with having the correct testing, the correct therapist helping them? Can can it be cured or can it be managed? How, how does it actually happen, Armin? I want to say from a different point of view, is it really Lyme disease you're suffering after a while or is it a virus infection? And I'm so convinced that the viruses are the problem. After a while, your immune system gets, is getting so suppressed by Borrelia, the viruses come on curves of the lips, lymph nodes swollen, sore throat, then you have an Epstein-Barr virus problem, and then the therapy is completely different. You have to support the immune system not to use antibiotics. Antibiotics are destroying the immune system. Don't use antibiotics in virus infections. It's, it's not allowed. Uh, improve the immune system. And then also, additionally, you have some herbal uh, or complementary option. And this is where LDN comes into uh, that complexity of whole body therapy concepts. That plays really important role um, in, in this uh, fibromyalgia rheumatoarthritis patients. I, I'm so convinced, and I know so many pay, uh, therapists using it. Um, today I got a message from Dan Cameroon on Facebook that he's using successfully the LDN. It's not uh, curing. Uh, I don't want to do promotion for you for LDN, but uh, what I, I heard, I'm doing services for laboratory. You know, I am laboratory doctor doing services. And what I hear from so many therapists, this is what I get into my brain. Uh, I get an impression if it's helpful. It's, it's a therapy option for sure. Maybe some patients are cured, maybe some not. But additionally, think about LDN also. And what other therapies would you say are used to help the immune system? Yes, what, what I'm convinced, meanwhile, is uh, vitamin C, high-dose infusion. Some therapists use up to uh, 75, 100 gram. Uh, I know some using 50, 50 gram average vitamin C, B1, B6, glutathione, curcumin infusions, um, also liposomal forms of glutathione are helpful. Artemisinin is uh, wonderful, and, and also the biofilms. You know, we have more and more problems with the biofilms. So chlamydia, look, so many patients coming with a sinusitis to me, and I say, you don't have Lyme disease. You have a chronic chlamydia infection. It makes the same symptoms. A chlamydia pneumonia makes, it, it's not the sexual transmit, uh, transmitted chlamydia. It's the erogen transmitted. You got uh, 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 some sinusitis, some slime and the slime is biofilm you know and you you need, have to use the biofilm breakers otherwise you cannot reach um, the pathogen you cannot reach chlamydia mycoplasma or borrelia we know they're intracellular every of these viruses and pathogens they are intracellular so how to come intracellular with therapies that's uh, the challenge for the future mm-hmm. and how are people catching these viruses i mean is it just passed from person to person airborne how how are people getting infected no i think that the immune system is controlling it um, you got infected when child or young man with uh, or young woman with an epstein virus eb infection or cme infection by a cough by droplet infection and then you control this infection you, typically you know the herpes uh, simplex virus of the lips it's immune control and they survive in the lymph nodes and then you come into this 
detoxification, mitochondropathies. They, they all have lack of energy with this. They need uh, ATP, uh, for example. Um, so the energies, because the mitochondria are destroyed by it, they are blocked and they give, give us the energy. It's not just Lyme disease, it's not just Borrelia burgdorferi. You have a complexity. But I think it's reactivated, uh, to come back to that point. I think it's reactivated in this, but some patients also start with it. They think they have Lyme disease. I say, no, you don't have Lyme disease. You have a herpes simplex virus encephalitis, and that makes you Parkinsonism. So you have to do the differential diagnosis and anamnesis, history, and you need one hour minimum for each uh, patient to ask all the questions. But the medical doctors in all systems in the world, they don't have the time for it. That makes it problematic. So I'm convinced we need uh, specialized doctors for it and to give them the time to do a good anamnesis for the patients. To give people hope out there, and hope is really important when you're ill. For example, if somebody believes they've got Parkinson's disease and they fill in your forms and have the blood test, if there is something there that can be fixed to be put right, um, mm. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. as, I'm assuming <laughs> they might have mm. to pay to see a doctor. I mean, before somebody sure, lays sure. out a lot of money... Are the chances good to get a, a, a positive result? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the pre-selection of this group, um, nobody is sending me blood without any symptoms because it costs money. That, that would be nonsense uh, to pay money for nothing. Mm. Um, um, so uh, the pre-selection of this uh, patient is very high. And believe me, uh, over 99% of the patients I know and laboral testings they all have chlamydia infections, EBV infections, at the same time, Borrelia infections at the same time. So they have multiple infections, but it's a little different from patient to patient. What I have found, for example, in the multi-chemical sensitive patients, I find a lot of cytomegaloviruses by the early spot, CMB early spot. That's for me, I, I cannot explain that actually, but I know there's a correlation with CMV, cytomegalovirus, and the multi-chemical sensitivity patients. I know that for sure. I got that information from Spanish patients where I see a lot of laboratory results. So we have to find a complexity, but believe me, each patient is different from the other. You cannot generalize now, but in all patients, I find something. But uh, we have also some patients, they are completely negative, but just a, a little number of that. Mm -hmm. And what do you think people will get out of the conference, Armin, because you're one of the speakers there? Yes, I have just a little time, but um, I did also some um, uh, longer interview for one hour, so you can get also some information from my um, my side. Um, I think for me it's also very interesting to come now into this uh, field of LDN. It's my third conference. And also I want to tell you that my laboratory is internationally accredited, and that's so important for acceptance in Canada of the results, in Australia results, partly in USA for the results. Accreditation means it's industrial standard we are producing in laboratory. It costs me a lot of money to reach that, and we are absolutely controlled, external controls, internal controls. So, but nevertheless, um, it's laboratory uh, testing. It's not doing the diagnosis. Um, the diagnosis has to be done in front of the patient, 
clinically by the symptoms. And this is where we have to educate the doctors worldwide at universities, workshops. We have to educate them. But so long we ignore that field of chronic Lyme exists or doesn't exist, struggle inhibits our science, inhibits completely um, to bring doctors in the knowledge forward. And this is my next aim also on a political uh, level. Uh, a lot of doctors are now engaged in, uh, with politicians to discuss with them. But nevertheless, we have the lobbyistic structures. Well, thank you very much for having joined us today, Armin, and I look really forward to seeing you again in September. Yes, I'm so happy to come again. It's, I think, my fourth conference, and I can highly recommend your conference. You're a fantastic speaker, so I'm so happy to be a speaker at your conference, and I hope to see many um, of the listening um, people now at the conference in Portland. The LTN conference is available to everyone, regardless where you live in the world. Fast internet is required. We have an amazing lineup of LDN experts giving presentations and answering your questions. This is a unique conference not to be missed. You can join us either via the live stream at a time to suit you or in person. The presentations will be available online for 12 months allowing you to watch as many times as you like at times to suit you. Check out www.ldn2017.com. Any questions, please email me, ldn2017.linda at gmail.com. ever been unsatisfied with your patient's test results for Lyme or other tick-borne infections? Armin Labs can provide you with the latest and most sensitive test methods for bacterial and viral infections. Their worldwide services are available to therapists and patients. For more information, visit them online at arminlabs.com. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.